Hello, this is Reverend Erechehim. I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. So I'm going to preach the word of God. And after that, we will go through some declarations that have been sent to us by the general vassia, Dr. Mensah Otabel. Then we will also be anointed. And we're going to pray into the year. Hallelujah. So we want everybody to be seated. We won't want too much movement. I want you to know that it's a critical time of our life. And when you are crossing over from one year to the other, though it's just a second or in a minute that has moved, something shifts. And how we enter the year is very critical for what we see. Hallelujah. So let's bow and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that tonight you will speak to us. Let your word come to us in clarity. Father, we take authority over this atmosphere. We declare that Jesus will be assaulted in the name of the Lord Jesus. Souls will be saved in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. All right, so this morning, I'm going to be speaking on the subject title, God will be there. God will be there. God will be there. In the last two years around our globe, our world, we have seen one of the most difficult seasons of human life. Somewhere March 2019, we woke up in the morning and that which had happened all the way in Wuhan, in China, caught up with us. All of a sudden, our lifestyles began to change. Everything around us began to change. Though historically, it is believed that every hundred years, there is a disruption of human life some of them because of the world wars or other things that happen. I have seen that in the last two years and possibly in our third year now has been one of the most devastating times in our world. We saw people in the morning and in the evening you hear that they are no more. We met people and you thought that you'll see them again. But the next time you ask of them, some way, somehow, they are not with us. Our hearts have been broken. Several families and friends have lost loved ones. Not only that, in some cases, the devastation has been very destructive. And I want you to know that everything in our world has failed. Money has failed. Banking systems have failed. Entertainment centers, sports centers, airline industries, merchandising companies have all failed. I want you to know that through all this, 
We have survived. We are still here. In spite of whatever has happened, you and I are still here. We are not saying that those who love their lives had to lose their lives, but I want you to know that there are new lessons in life that we have learned and our lifestyles have been altered forever. Until now, we never thought that even at this time of the year we'll have another upsurge, what they are calling the fourth wave of this very thing coming to us. But one of the things that I have observed in the last two years is that there's only one constant. And that constant is Jesus. Everything has changed. Everything has shifted. I had opportunity to walk through a very busy airport and I thought I was in a cemetery. Everything in our life has changed. And I want you to know that the only constant we have that has never changed is the constant of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. John chapter 14 verse 6 says that, Then he said to them, I am the way, not one of the ways. I am the truth. I am life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In the last two years, people have believed. I'm not saying that medicine is not good or whatever it is, but a lot of things have changed. But the only constant you and I have today is Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And like I've already said, several things have happened around the world. Things that we never thought could ever happen to human life has happened. But the only constant we have is Jesus. In John chapter 15, Jesus Christ speaking with his disciples said that I am the vine, you are the branches. And he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. In our world today, we are getting to realize that systems cannot sustain us. Our world today is plagued with an unseen virus that nobody sees. We have had scientists who can see galaxies, stars, Milky Ways, so many million light ways away from Earth. But the amazing thing is that this small virus that has plagued us, they can find it and find solution to it. Praise the name of the Lord. So Jesus said that I am the vine, you are the branches. And he who abides in me will bear much fruit. Without me, you can do anything. So I'm, I'm here to announce to you that if there's anything we must hold on in our day and time, and as we come to the end of this year, 2021, is that we must be connected to the vine. That vine is Jesus. I am not saying that when you have Jesus, you will not 
go through challenges. You will not go through sickness. But what happens is that your life is assured and you are insured for eternity. I have come to realize that life is so short that we can't waste time anymore. Like I said, there are people we saw in the morning, in the evening they were no more. And it's very important that we connect to that vine. The world system hasn't got solutions for us. I am not saying that we will not believe in technology, we will not believe in science or anything, but all these things have failed. I don't know why I'm making sense to somebody this last day of 2021. It's time for us to turn to the master. It's time for us to come back to our first love. It's time for us to turn to the one who holds the future. The next few minutes from now, we don't know what will happen. But the only person that holds the future is Jesus Christ. And I believe that it is very important that we are connected to this vine so that we can bear much fruit. Now, the fruit I'm talking about here is not only the fruit of prosperity, the fruit of life, the fruit of marriage, the fruit of having children, the fruit of having money in the bank, but the fruit that leads you to internal life. There's some observation I always say at, at certain places, that when you go to the cemetery, there's one sign you see on every tomb. And that sign is just about an inch. You might see a tomb, they say, 1960-something to 2021. But between the 1960-something, whether the person lived 100 years, 70 years, is just a dash. Can I tell you something? That is how brief our life is. Our life is as that dash on that tomb. And it is important that you take wise decisions today that will lead you, lead you into a place of eternity. Praise the name of the Lord. And the Bible says that if anyone does not abide in me, he will be cast out as a branch and is withered. And gathered and thrown into fire and they will be burned. But verse 7 says that if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this my father is glorified that you might bear much fruit so you will be his disciples. So there's a place in Christ that makes us function in kingdom principles. There's a place in Christ that God wants us to function. And we must come to the point where all of us must come to the cross. Come to beneath the cross. Knowing that there's no solution anywhere. People have looked for solution from all kinds of places. But for me, in the last few years, what I've seen, our solution is in knowing Christ. And not only knowing him, him as Jesus Christ, 
but as the Lord and the master of our lives. Very, very important. Because things have changed. But he is still the same. Let's go to Romans chapter 10, verse 9. If there's anything I want us to do, or you listening to me across the walls, or online, or wherever you are, tonight I want you to make a decision for Christ. I want you to make a decision for Christ. Like I said, our life on earth is very short. And eternity is longer than the 60 or 70 years that you will live. Or 120 years. Eternity is forever. But Jesus said that when Paul was writing to the Roman church, Paul said that in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 that, that if you confess with your mouth, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him, you shall be safe. I know people know Jesus, but they have not confessed him in their heart. For the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. What is important is not knowing who Jesus is, but letting Jesus be the master of your life. Let Jesus be the one who sits on your heart. Not your achievement, not the money you have, not your social status, not where you come from, not your pedigree, not the school you went. But Jesus should be in your heart. Because the Bible says, with the heart one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. It's very, very important. For the scripture says in verse 11, that whoever believes in him shall not be put to shame. I want to promise somebody that if we can put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, who died and resurrected on the third day, we shall not be put to shame. For there's no distinction between the Jew and the Greek. There's no distinction between the Ga and the Shanti, the Nigerian and Ghanaian, the South African and Ghanaian, the black or the white, the Ewe or the Shanti, the Frafra or the Dagumba. There's no distinction. We are all one people for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him for whosoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want you to know that it does not matter what has happened in your life in the past. I don't know the things that you've done that makes you feel as if God hates you or God will never accept you. I've been once there. I got saved very in my teenage years. But... Before then, sometimes you have a feeling that you are so sinful that Christ cannot save you. I believe that this morning or this night, you are the one that Jesus is calling to. There's no sin too big that he cannot forgive. There's no past too dark that he cannot turn around. As a matter of fact, the darkest part, if you have a dark past, it means you have a glorious future. Because in the night... 
and the day was the first day. So sometimes in your life, the darkest part may seem as if it's over with you, but that is when God wants to step into your life. And it is very, very important that we yield ourselves to him. One constant I can promise you as an individual, as a couple, as a family, as a community, is that God is going to be with us in 2022. I want you to know that the earth belongs to the Lord and he's in control. There may be rumors of war, there may be storms, there may be fire, there may be everything happening around us, but I want you to know that we are not at the mercy of the devil, but God is in charge. Somebody shout, God is in charge. And if God is in charge, it means that the God who brought you from 2021 January, and today we are around few hours or few minutes to enter 2022, that same God will take you from the next few hours from January 1st and cause you to come to the end of 2022 safely. I, will, I want you to trust God. Many of us have gone through all kinds of turmoils in our life. We've come through a lot of challenges in our life. And sometimes towards the last quarter of this year, you may have even lost family members. So all kinds of things have happened around you. But I don't want you to turn your back to God. I don't want you to turn your back to God. Tonight, I've come to announce to somebody that Jesus wants you back. Jesus wants you to know that he will take you through January 1st and bring you to the end of 2022. And the whole thing is that if we abide in him and he abide in us, then we shall be fruitful. Praise the name of the Lord. And this very night, in the next few minutes, I believe that we are getting ready to cross over in the next 20 minutes. But I want you to, number one, stand up on your feet tonight. Wherever you are standing, wherever you are watching us from, maybe if you are driving, don't stand up in your car anyway. If you are in your home, maybe stand. But I want you, all of us to stand up on our feet and pray to the Lord and ask the Lord that may you take me from this year and usher me into next year. And may I see the end of 2022. I want to pray briefly to the Lord. Speak and open your mouth and pray to the Lord. Ask that the Lord will be in charge of your life. The virus does not control the earth. Politicians don't control the earth. Sicknesses does not control the earth. Jesus is still Lord. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I want you to just speak to the Lord tonight. Ask him to come and protect you and preserve you. In the name of the Lord Jesus.